2: the late lunch with Blackstone Motors Chorhad and Dock and order your new 221 Renault today from our extensive Renault range guaranteed delivery and low rate APR finance visit
3: blackstonemotors.ie you're very welcome to Thursday Afternoon's Late Lunch on LMFM Radio. Coming up on today's show, more from my artist of the week in words and song, Fleetwood Mac. Tom Muckian from Roe River Books in Dundalk has no time for Black Friday. Declan Bailey loves it and he has a lot of recommendations for you if you're a techie. You want to hear what Decky's found for us and he's going to tell us all about it today. Fiona Daly-Perez is losing her sight and she tells us about her journey. And I want to hear from you too. 087-086-1800-658. That's 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text. Or you can call in at eighteen fifty-seven one five nine five eight we begin today with uh, my first guest, who's an environmental scientist, policy advisor, co-director of Change by Degrees and author of The plain Speaking, How to Save Your Planet One Object at a Time. And she's fresh from COP26. I'm delighted to say hello today to Dr. Tara Shine. Hello, Tara. Hi, Jerry. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks very much for joining me on the show. Well, look at uh, there's been a lot of talk and high-level talk from COP, as you know. I think one of the things, and you've been writing about this, I say, you've a brilliant uh, article actually in the Examiner newspaper, where you say that one of the big pluses is that we're all talking about it now as we are today. That, that That's put it up the agenda, hasn't it?
2: Absolutely. I mean, for me, that's the biggest change that I saw in and around COP26 is... Um, A, there was all kinds of the great and the good and the famous that wanted to be involved in COP26 and to be seen to be there. But I think from an Irish perspective, it's that um, the media covered the COP. It's helped us to kind of raise the the, the climate conversation and what it is to be sustainable up the political agenda here. And I think even just in, in conversations people are having on the street, like so many people this time asked me about cop and why was i going and what would i be doing there and what was it like when i came back and um you know i've been going to these things um 18 years ago is my first one and this is the first time people were really um interested and curious about why i was going and what i was doing there
3: and that can only be good but here's the thing i'm curious about for myself and everybody listening today. Give us some guidance on what we can do, because I always say change begins with the power of one, an individual. And you've written about this extensively. Again, I congratulate you on that book that came out in 2020, How to Save Your Planet One, Object at a Time. But in a practical sense, what can people do, with a few things they can do listening today that can help?
2: Yeah, so whilst, you know, I guess once. Change happens really slowly at that international level of multilateral agreements, the kind of things that go on in, in a COP, um, the, these international climate summits. Where What we can do is we can move a lot more quickly at home in our communities and even in Ireland, because we don't have to get agreement among so many different countries with so mm. many perspectives. This is about us and it's about changing Ireland to make it better for us and our kids and their kids. So we have a great vested interest in all, all of us in that i think the most important thing is not to feel overwhelmed by the scale of the problem but rather get on with doing some things about it and and yeah there's loads of actions that you can take so like that's why i wrote the book how to save your planet one object at a time was kind of to democratize what it is to be sustainable so i don't want this just to be the realm of people who identify as being green or think they're sustainable the book covers every room in your house from your kitchen to your utility room your garden shed the toy box the bottom of your gym bag all because those are things that are just everyday banal things that everybody has and there are big uh, meaningful actions that you can take uh, to change the way you use things and create new habits and then most importantly to talk about what you did and why and why it's important because your superpower is the influence you have over your peers and your family.
3: OK, so there are small things we can do in every room in the house, in our actions every day. The big things that people are talking about, before you get on those, you can give us a few examples. I want to just come back yeah, to this. Sure. Um, you know, the big things being talked about are retrofitting homes and, and how we heat our homes and keep the heat in there as well. And also, you know, the cars we drive uh, migrating towards electric cars away from diesel and petrol they're two huge things in anybody's life and i'll tell you this tara anyone i speak to said all well and fine jerry but how are we going to pay for this
2: yes yeah, so some of the things we have to do cost a lot of money so any kind of major um upgrade of your house improving of the insulation swapping out a boy boil- an oil boiler for uh, a heat pump these are going to be major um investment decisions that we make Same as, uh, like they're up there on scale with, you know, our mortgages and our pensions. So these are the most important places to think about the long-term because you want to get value for money um, and you want to make sure that you're investing in the right thing. So, you know, things we can do there, ask questions about your pension, if you have one, what's it invested in? Is it invested in, uh, you know, oil and gas and coal, or is it invested in um, the type of ethical and clean and safe kind of uh, future that that you want to create? Um, So definitely, we need to think hard about those big decisions. But there are some smaller things that are linked to those big decisions. So yes, obviously, if you need a car um, in order to get around, if that's the only option you have, then one thing to think about is, is switching that to electric and all that goes with that and the various supports and loans that are there. Um, But for some of us there's even a step before that so ideally we don't want to swap every single car that's on the road today for an electric car because we'll still have a lot of congestion, our Mm. roads will still not be as safe, we won't have enough space for walkers and cyclists so a key thing is to get journeys out of cars uh, more so you know just walking and cycling when you can some of those habits we created at the start in the first lockdown that maybe are starting to Fall away now when we used to walk to the local shop rather than jumping in the car because we thought we might save two minutes. Um, but you know, it's 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 that it's trying to create these new habits around. Well, that's a journey I can do on my feet. Or that's a thing I could do with the kids on their bikes, and um, that I would I wouldn't have to jump in the car for. Um, those, those decisions also make a difference alongside the big ones around the major investments we're going to make.
3: And, and just back on that, you know, with the cost of retrofitting and, you know, migrating to cars that are more eco-friendly but expensive at the minute, are you saying we just got to suck it up and, and, and pay the price? Or do you feel that we could see more in terms of help and assistance from government?
2: Yeah so there there is help and assistance there from the government already right the, the thing is I think that it's not enough to make these alternatives accessible to everybody mm. and what we don't want to do is make this just a kind of a middle class or well-to-do people only get to switch to the green clean new technology alternatives we have to make these options open to everybody um so the government now has a big focus on using the money from our carbon tax for example um, to invest that in upgrading um, social housing. So that's really, really important. They're also using some of that money from our carbon tax to invest in more fast chargers, which anybody's going to need if we're going to have a greater uptake uh, of electric cars. But certainly we're not there yet in terms of affordability. So it should be that the more sustainable options that cause less pollution are cheaper options rather than yes. the dirty, polluting ones that cause you know, um, public health problems like air pollution that we have to deal with yeah you know like 1,300 people die every year prematurely from air pollution caused by our cars and open fires so you know there's a lot we could do there to um, to save the state money by, uh, by reducing some of the core problems and um, but yeah we have to go we have we, there's more that could be done uh, by government and, and through regulation and incentives to make things more affordable for all.
3: And you do say, which is interesting, that if we go this road, we can end homelessness, which is a scourge. Uh, Our houses and homes will be cozier and cheaper to run, reducing congestion, as you said there, cleaner water and air and making cycling and walking much more safer. So there's uh, uh, so many win-wins for everybody here. But you know, the thing is, we are here where we are today in 2021 and we can see the prize in the distance somewhere, be it 10 years out 15, 20 years out, and I think it's the journey or how to get there. We all want to get there, but it's how to get there. So come back to the house and the rooms and the house in our daily lives. Throw a few things at us there that we can do now, today, that'll make a difference.
2: Okay, so after this interview, I'm going to go and hang the clothes on the line. Um because if I hang my clothes on the line, take a pair of jeans for example, 37% of the carbon footprint of my jeans comes from washing and drying them. So, a, if I don't, if I wash them less, like actually only wash them when they're dirty, rather than, you know, I don't know what it's like in your house, but if I ask my kids to clean the room, they just throw everything off the floor into the <laughs> wash basket. Yes. Um, so, asking them not to do that and just so only wash your jeans when they're dirty. Apparently, that's every ten washes and then hang them on the line, hang them on an air, try and avoid using the tumble dryer. That's something all of us can do. So even on a day like today, it's it's nice and dry, it's cold. My clothes that may not be completely dry by the end of the day, but certainly after being out all day and then if I leave them on an air overnight, they're gonna be dry and then I've reduced that. I've saved, A, I'm gonna save that money on my electricity bill, that's the instant benefit. I'm, for me, it means I'm gonna get 10 minutes in the, in the fresh air, which I really need because I've been on this Zoom since nine o'clock this morning Um, and and, and then the 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 planet benefits because I'm producing less pollution. But I'm probably gonna do it more so because I wanna save the money and stand out in the fresh air first and foremost. Um, Another thing I think that's really important for people at the moment, especially with rising electricity costs, is, is looking around your house and seeing what is sneakily using up energy on you. So all those things that are on standby, all those little red lights around the place, whether it's on a printer, Or your washing machine if it isn't turned off all the way. TVs, Playstations, all the electronic devices that we now have in our homes. Try and turn things off standby. That's using ten to eleven percent of your bill. Um, So if you want to do a quick reduction on on your costs. Turn everything off standby that you can. I mean, there's some things I can't turn off standby or my husband goes mad because you have to reset all the clocks and everything on them. <laughs> yes. But what you can turn off standby, please do. And then also, if you turn down your thermostat one degree, that'll knock another 10% off your bills. So so those are two quick wins that I think will matter pe- to people over this winter.
3: They're huge wins. By the way, just back to the jeans, are you saying 10 wears before you wash?
2: Yeah, unless you like... Spill your coffee down to yeah, the of course. Ah, oh, yeah, of course. TV. I
3: know, I know, I know. <laughs> but that's just a rule of thumb there. By God, you've saved us. I'm adding up the percentages here already. So we're wealthy already for the few minutes chat we've had here today, to be honest yes. with you. But look, you are right. So you're saying at night time, all those little tiny lights, green ones and red ones and whatever, round the house, knock them off. Even oh, I wonder what I get away with knocking off the sky when it records stuff out of hours. I'll have to think about that one. But knock them off that's your message Off with them all every night
2: yeah if you can like i say now there's some of them i'm not allowed near my husband goes mad (laughs) but certainly you know in you know i don't know if you're working from home like i do like turn off the printer and the monitors all those things are using electricity Mm. all the time that they're on standby Um, you know again don't leave them turn them off the switch and um, this year we're all going to be watching our bills so I think that's going to be one uh, everybody can do and another thought you know I think right now I you know every time I turn on the radio we have supply chain issues and people in a mad dash to Smiths buying toys here's a shocking fact for you the average child um, in the developed world owns 238 toys and plays with just 12 so Try not go overboard on the toys, especially the plastic toys for kids. And maybe think this year could, could some of it be an experience or time spent together or something else creative that you can do? Because most of these toys we buy our kids, they don't even play with them.
3: Mm. Do you know the switches on the wall where there's a red light on? Somebody wants to know, is that using electricity? You know, you see a switch.
2: Yeah, go on. Yeah, it will be using a little bit. Now, do I turn the wall switch for my cooker off all the time? No, I don't. Um, generally people say if it gets hot, if it, if it produces heat, if you put your hand over it, like yeah. if you leave a, um, a charger for a mobile phone plugged in, it will get warm. There's yeah. a sign that it's using en- energy.
3: OK, OK. Uh, and I have
2: to say, those, the wall switch for my cooker, I don't turn that off. No, I leave that on.
3: Okay, Um, that's interesting on the toys. And it is true, actually, you know, over the years, the old uh, saying, you often get toys in big boxes. They get more fun out of the box than they do of what's within the box. I've
2: seen that so many times. Yes, it
3: is. But there are lots of things. And in your book, you really just before you go, there's a couple of little ones there as well. I saw you mentioning swapping bottle soap for bars and just the simple act of not using cling film, but covering things with another plate. They're making a difference, those little things.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, my husband thought we couldn't survive without cling film. I just didn't buy any more. And now either, yeah, you can put a plate on a bowl or a bowl on the plate. I mean, high technology um, or you can reuse like um plastic containers. So like ice cream containers, they're great because a, you can stick them in the freezer with leftovers in and they don't crack on you Um, they're free. Um, They last forever. You know, you don't need to go uh, buying cling film. The UK alone uses enough cling film each year to go around the circumference of the earth 30 times. And most of that cling film has has food on it, obviously, because that's what you used it for. So therefore it's not recyclable. It's in in your bin. Um, So again, you don't even have to go and buy fancy bees wraps if you don't want to. Literally, you will have the things in your house that you need to be alternatives to cling film
3: my, there is so much there to ponder today. You've been great. You're sorting us out and it does begin with the power of one. Folks, if you're going to get a book this year and you're really keen to learn more about what we all can do, pick this one up, How to Save Your Planet One Object at a Time by Tara Shine. You've been great. It's really wonderful to talk to you and it all makes eminent sense. Thank you for joining me, Tara, on the show today.
2: Thank you so much, Jerry, for having me on. Take
3: care. You too. Bye-bye. That's Dr. Tara Shine there, environmental scientist. And there you go. Lots there to ponder, isn't there? Anyway, you're going to win for the next while on Late Lunch for sure because I don't have to tell you, do I at this stage? So tomorrow is Black Friday. And sure, there's bargains to be had everywhere, all over the place. You know we love our technology Yes we do and it's a big part of life And the man who always advises us on the tech front Is back with me on Late Lunch from Business Tech Help I'm delighted to say hello again to Declan Bailey Declan, thank you for joining me Hi Jerry. how are you? I'm really, really good Let's begin with the TV Because, you know, people are looking maybe at this time We might get one and put it by for the Christmas mm. Buy it for the Christmas time yeah. What have you seen there? Have you something for us? Yeah, so
0: there's a Samsung 55-inch 4K Ultra HD TV. So 55-inch is a good, big size. So this, as it starts off at €1,200, Euros, but the discount on it brings it down to €739. Euros. So it's a very, very well-priced for 55 inches.
3: That's a fine screen, and it's mm. kitted with all the mod cons, everything yeah, there, isn't yeah, it?
0: The latest HDR QLED smart TV. And it has this dual LED screen. So, yeah, the picture quality is excellent on it. But just as I say, that size, 55 inches for that size. And again, Samsung is a great brand for TV
3: and Declan where will this be had where can this bargain be had who has this Harvey Norman ok so that's with Harvey Norman Samsung 55 inch down from 1200 euro to 739 and again Declan I, you know people often say to you I wonder is there real savings here these are genuine savings
0: well the thing about it is at the end of the day everything is going to be priced sale wise at some stage during its lifetime mm. so this might have started off at 1200 euro maybe dipped to 1000 whatever it might have been but then obviously, they bring all this stuff out for the likes of Black Friday. So it probably is the cheapest you're going to get it at. What it will go up to next week or the week after is another thing, but it's 739 for a 55-inch TV at that quality, and it is the 2021 model. So it's not an older model you're getting. So,
3: yeah, that's an excellent price. There you go. You won't go wrong on the TV front there. Now, you've spoken to us. Of course, you're an Apple specialist and about the Apple Watch. But you've spotted another watch that you want to recommend today with a fine saving.
0: Yeah, again, it's just down to the saving because Apple do have a sale starting tomorrow. But as far as I'm aware, they're not going to reduce the watch. If they do, it's going to be maybe 10, 15 euros. But this one here now is the Garmin watch, the Garmin sports watch. Nice grey, blue, silver colour. And it was 359. It is now down to 248. And again, this thing has everything. Great Omelette display, five-day battery life, GPS built into it, six hours. You know, it's an excellent, excellent watch.
3: Okay for that type of money And another big saving to be had there You're talking Mm. of over 111 euro actually uh, uh, Of a saving on it Mm. Well worth looking at this If you're into this type of thing And you're thinking of getting one Or maybe uh, moving from something else There's real bargain Where is this one Declan? Again, with Harvey Norman. Okay, so there, Harvey Norman, have that one there. Now, uh, laptops, you know, they move on nearly on a a monthly and during the year there can be new iterations of of laptops. What are you looking at here today and what's the saving involved?
0: Well, I suppose with this one now, um, there is a lot of talk about small portable laptops around 12, 13, 14 inches. Mm. But again, for kids, this is aimed at kids, so somebody who needs to get a laptop for school or college or whatever like that, ASOS have the E410. They call it the CloudBook. It's a 14-inch, 4-gig RAM and 64-gig storage. So the storage isn't much, but for what you're going to do with it in college, it's down from 399 to 239 And again, ASOS is a good brand. It's a good, solid laptop for that kind of money.
3: So there you go. An Asus CloudBook 14-inch, 100 euro of a saving here today. And where are we talking about here, Declan? Harvey has this one as well. Okay, God, harveys no. he, He's number one in the he charts, is. certainly, so far. We are
0: putting out a lot of stuff now. That we've got a lot of discounts running.
3: Okay, so really worth checking them out. In-store and online, Declan, both, is both. it? Yeah, both, both. both. So you can get into a store or check it out online. And if you buy online, just to say with some of these people, uh, you can pick up in your local store, can't you, as well?
0: This, yeah, and plus as well, what well, I know, with the likes of Harry Norman, like, because you know yourself when you look at something online mm. and if you do have to go through the store, you end up in the store and it's either sold out, you don't have it in stock, And with Harvey's online store, you can find out if it is in stock in the shop before you go there.
3: Okay, so look it up. It's worth looking up and saving yourself a a, a fool's errand. Let's talk phones for a moment. What have you for us here?
0: So the Nokia, this is a Nokia phone. The model is X20. So it is, it came out last year, but it is a current phone as such. And again, a great screen, 6.67 inch, so it's a big screen start us off at €379, Euro, and they have reduced to 269 so €110 Euros off, this great price but that kind of size of
3: phone. Nokia, Declan, you're taking me back. Don't I remember yeah. the Nokias, that the batteries, the, the batteries would last for a week when you charge them?
0: Yes, <laughs> that's just it. I, rem- I remember walking in, in the mobile phone industry and people used to come in to me and throw the phone down on the desk and say, that charge is only lasting four days. <laughs>
3: You know, when you think of it. <laughs> when you do think of it now, and some of them eating up in a day, or maybe if you get two days yeah. out of them, you're lucky. Yeah. But Nokia sort of drifted from the phone yeah. scene. Is this, are they on the way back with this type of thing?
0: They are, in fairness now. They don't have, I suppose they don't have their own operating system. It's, it's an Android-based system on the Nokia phone. But Nokia always had a good product. In fairness, they always, always did. And the likes of this phone here now, it's well specced out. It is a 64-megapixel quad camera and a 32 megapixel front-facing camera. So it is spec'd for that kind of money, and as I say, a 6.67-inch screen at, you know, if you wanted to give this as a present, €269, Euro, anybody, again, talking to your child, 13, 14, 15, that's looking for the likes of an iPhone or the high-end Samsungs, that are going to run you 7 to uh, 1,200. euros. This is a good phone with a good big screen on it.
3: And what about uh, connection to networks or that? How does that work? It's sim free. Okay, grant. You can put your if you've own SIM card, yes. you can put your SIM card into it. It's oh SIM that's that, that's really good. Who has this? Is Harvey on the job here? Uh, Harvey is on the job <laughs> there as well. <laughs> He's still here. Oh, um, we're gonna knock him off his block now shortly for sure. Anyway, wireless headphones, Declan. What have you got yeah. for me there?
0: So there's a lovely set of Bose. They call them the Sport Sound Sport free in ear wireless headphones. So Bose is a great brand, as you know, for sound. So this is a nice headset. It's actually, um, the earpiece in it, it fits in your ear perfectly. I've tried these. These are really snug in your ear. So you know the way sometimes, especially if you're jogging around like that, they can come dislodged, but this is a good, tight fit in your ear. And again, as I say, Bose, great brand. They were €199. The Euros, €70 Euros off at 129 So yeah, a good deal for that kind of high-end brand.
3: 70 euro saving I like that what you say because I've experienced that with the uh, wireless ones as well you know you really have to jam them into the mad. ears yeah. yeah, and it can hurt your ear then. Yep. Yep. but these are good from that point of view they're good hold in the ear uh, and really good quality Harvey or somebody else? Harvey has this one yeah ok so yeah. we're still yeah. there with, yeah. with Harvey no and there's had, a good, good
0: 10 hour battery life on them as well because sometimes if you pay that kind of money you don't get good battery life but again there's a good battery life on these
3: Okay, let's move on to smart speakers. And remember, folks, you can listen to LMFM on your smart speaker anytime. It's very important. By God, you've come up with a good value here, Declan.
0: Yeah. Now, the thing about smart speakers are, at the end of the day, was price. If you said that everybody, every house has a smart speaker, of course they didn't. Simply because the price to entry was just too much. People wouldn't pay hundred euros, one hundred twenty, whatever it might be. But this one here now, Amazon Echo Dot smart speaker, twenty one ninety nine. Like you just
3: have to get it. It's a giveaway.
0: Just to have that facility in the
3: house. Yes, and Alexa's there too, isn't she? Yes, inbuilt into, oh, into it. Yeah, very important. Yeah. Declan, that is the bargain of the day, isn't it? Twenty one ninety nine Amazon Echo Dot smart speaker, uh, and you know the, it, it's a, it, you 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 know what they're like. Many people have them as well. They're a terrific thing, aren't they? They're having they are, your kitchen, or home. Yeah, yeah, they really yeah. are. And this as well, not even from the
0: smart speaker point of view of asking Alexa to do stuff. It's compatible with your Bluetooth phone as well. So, if you were playing music on your phone, you can transfer it to the speaker. Mm. You know, so it does multiple things. Yes. But as I say, for 22 euros, my God, you'd have to have won in the kitchen.
3: And you must say this Alexa, find LMFM. Always do that. That's a very important thing to remember when you're listening to us today. Tell your friends about it too. Where to for this one too? I guess- Argus. Okay. So Argus. Argus have this. There you go. Argus have the smart speaker at 21.99. Now Declan, I am smiling looking at this because I've heard of rocker chairs, the old traditional rocker yeah. chair, but one stuffed with technology. Tell me more.
0: Yeah, so the, these chairs now have become really big in the last couple of years. But this year, everybody seems to be going to get a chair. Like regardless, you can, you really cannot get the PS5 at the moment. Everybody's trying to, you know, in queues looking for that. But this rocker chair, so it is for PlayStations, Xboxes, any kind of you know, gaming machine like that. It has a 2.1 audio system built into the head of it. and extremely comfortable chair. It looks stylish as well. And a great price on this, 179 euros retail. It's down to 139. So 40 euros saving off it. Oh. And it is a good sturdy chair.
3: Yeah, I'm going to say that. Here I'm looking at it. It's a real sturdy chair. Mm, it is. But, but it has your speakers uh, built in. The connectivity is on the side of it there as well, that you can put your, your gaming consoles into yep. as well. 139 is a steal on that, isn't it's
0: it? Very, very good. And like I say, every kid now wants to have one of these chairs. So the, it's the cheapest I've seen around at 139.
3: And where to for this one? Argus, have it. Argus again. So there you are. Argus with this one. The X-Rocker eSports Pro 2.1 audio gaming chair down to one thirty nine, especially for Black Friday. Now, Declan, I have a need myself. I have to tell you in this area, me, previous soundbar and subwoofer, I'm nearly sure they've gone kaput at this stage. You have something for me?
0: Yes, I have a Sony. And again, if you're looking at brands, Sony is one of the best brands in this space. So this one in particular has got a 320 watt 2.1 channel. It's a Bluetooth speaker as well as a wireless subwoofer so with it. So it is a great combination, a good setup for your TV and again for streaming music from your phone. It was €299. Euros. It's down to 179 so €120 of it.
3: I have an update for you they've just dropped it I was checking this out before I came on yeah. air by another 20 Declan 179 now
0: Wow well there you go it's a steal for that But that as I say Sony is one of the best brands in these soundbars so that is an excellent excellent price
3: Now who it's DID is it has it's this DID have it yes yeah. DID Electrical have this one folks Sony 320 2.1 Bluetooth soundbar and wireless subwoofer just on a general point are you a fan of having the subwoofer always? Or, you know, you see soundbars. On their own. The sold bar on their own. On their own, yeah.
0: Again, it depends on the size of the room that you're going to put it into. Mm. If you have a massive big room, you would really be want, like, uh, you can spend €1,200 Euros on a soundbar. But you would really, if it, for a big room, you would really want to be spending, you know, three to €500 Euros to try and fill the room. But with the, with the subwoofer there, that really helps.
3: Yes, okay. It really
0: does have to fill the bass and all that in the room. And again, like I said, this has got 320 watts.
3: Yeah. So it's a fantastic speaker. Mm. Okay, so 179 from DID, the Sony Bluetooth soundbar and wireless subwoofer. A great deal from Declan today. Now, two more to go. Uh, now, TV, what have we here?
0: Yeah, well, those sticks that, you know, everybody has or wants to have, these now, I just can't get over the price of this. It's down from 40 euros. To fifteen euros, it's so a, it's incre- like it's a, you know you, you go out and buy two coffees for that kind of money. Yes. So it's the it's the Now TV stick, it's the Republic of Ireland one, and you also get two months free of entertainment. So the subscription there for two months with it.
3: It'll get you over Christmas and into the Absolutely. new year, and then you can make your mind up at that stage. Fifteen quid, well, fourteen ninety nine to be yeah. precise yeah. for this Now TV Republic of Ireland stick. And when you put that in, besides the entertainment, do you have base stuff with it anyway? Yes.
0: Yes, you do. Yeah. Yeah, great like anything as well and then as well you can stream your phone to the TV through that so yeah it is a great like for 15
3: pounds 15 quid as Declan says a few coffees will cover it off and finally today ahead of black friday this uh, portable bluetooth speaker tell us about this one
0: yeah so again everybody seems to have a bluetooth speaker around the house but if you want something that is durable so people bring it, you know, uh, picnics with them or whatever, and they bring it with them. This thing now is waterproof, so it's the iBox waterproof portable Bluetooth speaker. Again, great sound out of it, and even though there's only two five watt speakers in it, there is fantastic sound out of this thing. You want to hear this thing in real life, and the price of it, one hundred and twenty nine ninety five, down to thirty nine ninety five.
3: This is the number one bargain. He left the best wine to last, Mr. Bailey. He did indeed. One twenty-nine, well, one thirty, let's say, down to forty. It's a huge yeah. saving on this. Oh, listen, you've a Christmas, uh, Christmas present for somebody. Yeah, indeed, indeed it is. Just to say, the stick and the uh, the portable Bluetooth speaker. Where are those available for from? Sorry, Declan, Briscoe Electric. Briscoes have both of those. So Mm. Briscoes uh, have both the uh, Now TV stick and the iBox waterproof portable Bluetooth speaker. There you go. Well, if you're not sorted for Black Friday, I don't know what to say at this stage. Declan, we'll be in touch before the Christmas with your recommendations for the man with the white beard and the red suit. I will talk to you then. Absolutely, Jerry, mind yourself. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. And that's uh, Declan Bailey there from Business Tech Help. Check him out, he's a great guy. Businesstechhelp.net. You'll get all the information there. Late lunch, LMFM radio. I'm a way to chase this soundbar and subwoofer. Pink, A Million Dreams. It's brilliant, isn't it? From the 2017 movie The Greatest Showman on your late lunch this Thursday afternoon. And Louise, talking about great showmen, what about Mr. Brooks? Yeah.
4: Is there anybody out there, apart from us, Jerry, that didn't get a ticket?
3: (laughs) That did or didn't?
4: Didn't. Everybody, like 400,000 tickets?
3: I can't believe that he has had the pulling power To Mm -hmm. fill Croke Park five times over after all these years. But he has, and people want to go and see him, that's for sure. Did you get tickets or did you not get tickets?
4: I didn't get tickets,
3: but my sister got tickets, I know. Did she? Mm -hmm. Neve. Neve. Got tickets. Yeah, disappointment and joy, I'm sure. If you got them or didn't get them, maybe send us a little text, would you? 086-1800-658. If you're delighted or crying your hearts out this afternoon, 086-1800-658. WhatsApp or text us to the show. Five dates at Croke Park. The residents,
4: low and high places, uh,
3: <laughs> all over the places. Uh, <laughs> the residents must must be in on this. It must be okay. Do you know what I mean? Because it's going ahead. All the fight. He's got it after all these years and the disappointment that happened back. When was it? Twenty fourteen. Yeah. He didn't get the go ahead, and now he gets the five dates. They
4: played it very clever, though, didn't they? They mm. obviously had the permission. Yes. So the two realized yes. demand was there and just
3: yeah. And Le-
4: then then you know they didn't say oh we couldn't sell five dates yes.
3: They added a third I watched them this morning Mm. And then a fourth and a fifth And just the whole lot went boom for them My God it just shows you The demand that's there I was looking at pictures of him I was saying like He's stuck in a time off with the gear Did you see the gear he was wearing in Dublin the other day And I'll tell you one thing Gart You've put on a bit of timber too Since 2014 hasn't he Oh he's put on a bit of timber Oh he's a lot of timber on him Mr Brooks Probably doesn't give a damn what he put on or off or whatever. A bit of anyway. insulation. <laughs> he's singing. He, I'll down. tell you what he's doing today. He's giving thanksgiving to the Irish people for, you know... Buying all those tickets on this Thanksgiving day. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving, y'all out there from the states living with us here in America and all our listeners in America too, who I know rise and shine with us, expats from the Northeast and beyond on late lunch. Happy Thanksgiving to y'all. I'm envious you're having your turkey today. We'll be having ours, Louise, a month today. Yeah? So it's
4: 20, 25th, 25th, yeah. 25th.
3: 25th the next month. I ordered me turkeys yesterday. Yeah, I ordered me two birds yesterday. If we
4: can get turkeys, if I can get turkeys
3: you will. ordered You I will. will I got two I ordered two Lovely bronze turkeys From David Out oh, in them
4: Out it's <laughs> your you <see> house
3: <laughs> <Termin-fecking> <laughs> delicious I'll do one at Christmas You know the usual And I, I put one in the freezer And then I use it Quick enough In the new year Maybe even for New Year's Day Or something like that Anyway I'm sorted But there is a scarcity As you were telling us Yesterday on the show A month ago before all the fuss. What time is it? Half two. Ah, yeah, we'll be eating around this time. Half two to three o'clock. Getting ready for the Queen's... I
4: waited. I was going to say I thought you waited. Getting Clap ready for the, the Queen's, Queen's, Queen's
3: speech. speech at three o'clock this year. Very poignant one it'll be this year. Indeed. LMFM Radio Bingo. I'm giving away books today. You know that anyway. And we have been during the week. And it's going great guns since it came back. But, you know, it's supporting a very important organisation. The National Council for the Blind here in Ireland. And we're going to for the next while, let you understand where your bingo money is going and how it's making a real difference. I'm joined, and I will be joined in a moment, by June Tinsley. She's Head of Advocacy and Communications with the National Council for the Blind. But first, I'm going to say hello to Fiona Daly-Perez, who is a service user. Hello, Fiona.
4: Hello, Jerry. Thank
3: you very much for having me on your programme today. Not at all. I... Want you for a very important reason? Tell us your story. You uh, were sighted from birth and there was no issue which your sight was there up up until your 40s. That's
4: right. See, um, my sight started to deteriorate in my 40s, which um, I understand is, it's it's unfortunate, but I was lucky to to, um, have been able to have a very active full life up to then. Um so I would be telling you my story about um, sight loss after having pretty good sight up to them um, and understanding the changes that are required for people in my position to adapt to and how to manage challenge and all of that. So um, my full active life, I lived in the UK and the US and I married with two adult sons. And I had a good career and enjoying life and dealing with the ups and downs of life, but managing very well and good driver and all of that. So the side loss came along. And the first thing was I had to give up driving, which is like losing a limb. And that led to a lot of dependence on other people to get around, which is a little bit frustrating, but one adapts. But the adaptation is the big thing, really, because Sight loss is often termed as a hidden disability because people live in their own world, in the real world, and they're adjusting and adapting and coping and they seem very functional and inwardly they're oh, they're coping and it's exhausting. So three years ago, um, I reached that stage where I thought, you know, this is a little bit too tiring for me and I've always resisted reaching out to the NCBI because there's a, a fear of um, being attached to a label, I suppose. And sight loss, you see, brings a lot of isolation and immobility and fear. I know some people, I personally haven't experienced it, but I know some people who may have come across a little bit of aggression if they bumped into somebody on the street or they're afraid to use a cane. I don't use a cane. and I'm, I'm lucky to have Quite a lot of residual vision, so I'm quite independent, relatively speaking. Um, but people are reluctant to use canes for the fear of exposing their vulnerability, and dare I say, a fear of being robbed or something like that. Mm. Thankfully, that isn't a common occurrence, but it is something that um, makes people very fearful and. and yes.
3: So, can I ask you this just to context it? So you had to give up driving. Are you still working?
4: I'm. I'm not working at the moment. No.
3: Okay. Um, so it affected yeah. that aspect of your life. You say that you have a, a type of vision. Can you put that percentage-wise from what you would have known to be full vision? Where are you now, percentage?
4: I don't know the exact percentage, but my what I see is I have central vision and there's a band around my sight that I don't see, and then there's a the peripheral vision. So I've had the embarrassment of somebody going up to somebody else and saying. God, Fiona Dale is ter- terribly unfriendly. But I didn't see them put their hand out for me to shake. Okay. And luckily, the person they spoke to was a, a very good friend, friend of mine, a neighbour, and he said, no, Fiona's very sociable. She wouldn't do that. No, she probably, I think she has a bit of an issue with her sight. Mm. And, you know, that that was sort of the eye-opener to me. Oh, excuse the pun. Yeah. That, um, gosh, uh, maybe this is, is is beginning to impact Um, Yes,
3: yes. So do you have peripheral vision? No.
4: I have some peripheral vision, yes. Some. But
3: Um, when somebody comes to you, even if they're quite close to that, at times it's hard to recognise them.
4: um, No, thankfully I have recognition. I'll tell you something, Jerry. Sight loss is extremely complex. Yeah. Very variable. So somebody with some similar condition to myself would have a very different experience. Yes.
3: Okay, it but but you you are impacted. Your life is impacted. You can't drive. You're not working at the moment. You have mm-hmm. reduced vision. Is this a progressive thing? You have.
4: It's a very slow progressive situation. Yes. So I don't I don't think of, about that, and that is a point yeah. I need to make about people with sight loss. They they really focus on the here and now. What can I do? Um, rather than what I can't do.
3: Yes, the ability rather than the disability. Tell me Absolutely. this, you reached out to the NCBI, that's why you're with us today. June yes. Tinsley is standing by, she's going to talk to us in, in a moment. She's listening attentively. What difference have they made to your life?
4: An enormous difference, I have to say. And um, Now, it takes courage, and there are a lot of people out there that are procrastinating like I did. But what it would um, mean for me is engagement, support, assistance and most importantly, empowerment. And that comes in the form of the community resource workers that are all around the, the country. Our community resource worker in Meath is Jean Kiernan. And she really is the link between sight loss and empowerment for people to feel, I can I can get back out there. Luckily for me, I don't have to use a cane and I, I can read and see with a little bit of magnification, but not a lot. But there are people who are less fortunate than myself. But they are, I would say, equally as courageous and um, feeling much more positive in themselves and empowered by the work of people like Jean Kiernan, who are low-level, low-vision-level therapists. So they assess and determine what people need on an individual basis. But they also are a great resource for speaking to um, and massively positive psychologically and practically they are essential, they are vital for the state of well-being and the just the, the self-esteem of yes,
3: people. Yes, yes, I hear what you're saying and it would be easy to get down and withdraw into yourself and you did for a while not reach out and this has made a big difference to your life. Let's bring June into the conversation. June Tinsley, uh, Fiona Daly-Perez there describing her situation, one of thousands. But it must be really uh, heartwarming for you to hear what your organisation has done for for herself, just for one person.
5: Yeah, um, very much so, Gerry. And uh, I think Fiona described it very, very well in that vision loss is so person specific and I suppose that's why NCBI has to make sure that the services we offer are tailored to that individual because we work with people who are um, either born blind or acquire sight loss later in life. We work with um, babies right through to individuals who are of older age and everybody's circumstances and, and life circumstances are different so we obviously have to respond in that particular manner and I suppose like In the loudmead area alone, there's about three and a half thousand individuals who are blind or vision impaired. Um, And as Fiona says, the the level of vision they have varies. um, And I suppose that's what the the value of doing um, the radio bingo is. It raises such much needed funds for us to be able to to be there and offer such crucial services. And in turn means that individuals can live their life to their their max um, and to live it confidently and independently.
3: That's a sizable population, 3,500 here in the LMFM franchise area. And, of course, uh, you, there are new uh, clients coming to you each year as well, people born without sight, others who who lose sight progressively or have accidents or, or, or whatever. But for for listeners today, and I know they're great supporters of the bingo, any time we talk about it here, we see that and we see the support we're getting all around. This is crucial for you, June?
5: Very much so, I suppose. Uh, Receiving that funding through the uh, Radio Bingo means we can offer um, independent living skills for uh, an individual on um, how to adapt their home. We can offer things like uh, encouraging them to become more mobile in their own community, um, having the confidence to get out and about, because as you can imagine, if you um, are feeling anyway nervous and then suddenly your your vision is gone, Getting out and about does take a huge amount of um, effort and confidence to do that. Um, we also work with individuals who are trying to uh, get into employment or if you are in employment and now are on a uh, acquired sight loss, we need to link in with the employer to assist you there. Um, we obviously assist with a whole area of technology, as you can imagine, has um, empowered a huge amount of individuals to stay connected. And technology is such, such a, a crucial enabler for people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we obviously provide advice and information on their statutory entitlements or even just, as Fiona said, be a sounding board. If someone's vision has changed a little bit, they kind of want to know, do I need a new magnification tool? Um, am I? Uh, do I need to... to link in with any more local services, so that kind of information, as well as emotional support, because, as you can imagine, acquiring a sight loss condition affects not only the individual, but their entire family, yes. um, and trying to support that individual um, on their journey of, of acceptance and, and what they can do now um, requires quite intensive intervention at times.
3: So if anybody listening today is affected by anything we've spoken about, the easiest way to contact you, June, is...
5: Um, to call our info line 1850 53 or alternatively jump onto our website ncbi.ie and individuals can self-refer themselves as well as be referred through a family member or an, uh, yes. local, local spec favors or consultant or, or whoever but um, all details are on our website.
3: Ah, uh, there. 1850 53 is the number you need and keep playing the bingo. Ladies, thank you for joining me today. Thanks Jerry. Thank very much. Jerry. Thank you indeed. Bye bye. That's Fiona Daly-Perez there telling us her story and June Tinsley from the National Council for the Blind. So you see, when you play the bingo, you help many, many people, independence and getting back on track with their lives. Mina Curran, Louise, got her tickets for Brooks. She's delighted. She saw him in 1997. She wow. can't wait. Well, don't you? She has her tickets. Santa's little helper's back, Louise. Mm, has he Couldn't got his tickets, for, Is it him or her? For a while. 30 sleeps to go. I'm so excited. I didn't get my tickets for Brooks. I was going to cry until then I saw. I think the reason I didn't get them was because I didn't want them. <laughs> ho, 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 says Santa's little helper. You could get them for Christmas you'd never know somebody might have bought them and put them by for you and you'll be going to see him. just think about that anyways you haven't got yours Louise you didn't nope. look for them either did nope. you No, neither did I have to say to be honest with you but there are thousands and thousands of people delirious and delighted to be going to Crow Park and next the September and the queues
4: online this morning
3: unbelievable
4: thousands upon t- thousands
3: yes you'd missed all the Ticketmaster outlets wouldn't you Yeah. Mr.
4: missed the queues outside Joe Tierney's. yes that
3: she could go into I think that's a loss but they took it all away and moved it online Mm. there you go you probably couldn't queue today (laughs) you'd have to be yeah with the masses. I'd say it it was great
4: crack over the
5: years Ah, queuing up overnight she we got
3: great stories do you remember from the queues and things Mm. that happened as well there you go anyway we're heading to news weather and sport at three with this one and I have to say I'm stuck in the middle with her every day of the week Louise Walsh yes I am indeed but you know what I wouldn't I wouldn't be Anywhere else in the world, how about that? It's Jerry Rafferty and Steeler me. Well, I don't know why I came here tonight. I got a feeling there's something right. I'm just scared in case I fall off my chair. And I'm wondering how I get down the stairs. Clowns to let me show Did ever a group break up and come back together more in the history of popular music or rock and roll? I don't think so. They disbanded again in 1995, returned and reformed two years later in 1997 and recorded a live album called The Dance, which saw them return to the charts for the first time in a decade in '98 they were inducted at long last into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But that same year, Christine McVie departed the line-up, leaving Buckingham and Nix to sing all the lead vocals on the band's subsequent albums, tours and concerts. Into the noughties and rumours persisted that McVie, along with other formative members Peter Green and Jeremy Spencer, were returning to bring back the one and onlys. But it wouldn't happen Until years later. In the interim, the band in various guises recorded and toured highly successfully. With their sold out world tour, listen to this, in 2009... Bagging an incredible $85 million, isn't that some figure? During 2011 and 2012, however, there was sadness as three former members passed away. Bob Brunning, Bob Weston and Bob Wells. Yes, the three Bobs. Before in 2013, John McVie himself was diagnosed with cancer. However, he recorded, he recovered, should I say, well, and was part of the band for his wife Christine's return in 2014 the Mac were back and today from the album Tango in the Night from 1987 written and performed by the self same Christine McVie Christine McVie there on lead vocals on Little Lies from Fleetwood Mac, my Artists of the Week this week. And we conclude their story in words and song and late lunch around about this time tomorrow afternoon. Now, it is Black Friday tomorrow and there's lots of bargains to be had. But for some people, well, it's just going to be another day. And actually, our next guest is actually closing his business tomorrow specifically because it is black friday and he doesn't want to be part of it tom muckian's with us next he's the owner of the only independent bookstore in dundalk roe river books and we were enjoying his post on social media when it began i really like black friday but bah humbug tom muckian hello Hello, Jerry. How are you? I'm <laughs> really good. Anyway, I thought you were away in a rant to say, you know, how great a day it was and how the sales were going to go through the roof. But it's not the case, Tom.
6: No, they they might well have gone through the roof, Jerry, but we've decided to take the day off, so we'll never know. Um,. Yeah, I think it all started for me, Jerry. I I sat down to watch the John Carpenter film Halloween on Halloween night and at the first ad break, it, it was a have yourself a merry little Christmas ad and I just thought, God, we haven't even got out of October yet. And then the Black Friday thing started and I just, I'm sick up to the back teeth of it at this stage, which is odd given that I'm in retail, I suppose, but I just think, you know, it's very much an American thing. It's about Thanksgiving. It's about you know, big business and you know, big sales and I just think there's a lack of sustainability about it for small independent retail that I just found just offensive and and I just thought, you know, there's not much you can do when you're you're faced with that sort of overwhelming kind of uh, relentless advertising about it. And I just thought, you know, wouldn't it be great just to have the shop closed for the day and not to have to worry about it? And then I thought, well, I'm the boss, so that's what (laughs) we're going (laughs) to (laughs) do.
3: Tom, you've made me day. Honest to God, you have. You're railing in the face of everything that everybody else is going with but you do make a, a salient point there you know you are a retail you're in the business of selling you are the only independent bookstore there and yet on this day you said we are not going to participate in this at all i'm shutting the doors i'm giving my staff a day off what's yeah. the what's the, like i'm i'm here thinking is he mad yeah i think...
6: i mean i think look it it's probably a bit more um I suppose it maybe less brave a decision than it might seem. Like most businesses, we keep a record of, you know, turnover for the last few years. And I have to say, it's not, it hasn't really ever done tremendously well for us anyway. Uh, Maybe that's because we didn't engage with it more, I don't know. And and I just want to emphasize I'm not disrespectful to anybody Mm. who's small who's engaged Mm. with Black Friday. I hope it works out well for them. Anybody in retail has a tough time, particularly with the few years we've had. Um, I just think, you know, and particularly in light of, say, COP, 26, which we've just had recently, you know, we're, we're told that, you know, we consume too much, there's too much waste in the world, and, you know, this relentless capitalist, commu- you know, consumer world we live in is, is part of the problem that we have. Um, and, and it just seems to me that. You know, you can either engage with that and just get swept up on it, or you can just say, look, that's not what we're about. We're about sustainability. We're here 52 weeks of the year, not just for the one day. Um, And I think if you ask a lot of small retailers, not speaking on their behalf, they would probably say that they maybe feel a bit co-opted into Black Friday and, you know... you know, you're already operating on small margins. You're already maybe competing against online, which even out from Black Friday has an advantage over you because they're based outside the country. They don't pay tax. They've got better negotiating, you know, leverage with suppliers and all that sort of stuff. And then you come along and coming into a period which traditionally would be the savior of a lot of retail, that one up to Christmas, you're expected then to sort of slash the the revenue that you get from your stock which it's counterintuitive in some ways yeah. so um I, I just thought look the, the, the staff here have been great over the last couple of years with lockdowns and with the anxiety of you know the, the people from the shop and that and i just thought we're here today Thursday we'll be here again on saturday um one day really isn't going to make a huge difference but you know the the message maybe that you're sending out is to say look we're we're we're, we're a local business where trying our best to do this and to be sustainable about it. And I don't think anybody's in retail these days purely for, for for money unless you're doing it on a very big scale. Um and I thought it would just be a nice way to say to the staff, take the day off. Um you know, spend time with the family. One of my, my um, staff did say that they were going to ruin the impact of my my stand against capitalism by going to stand in the queue at Harvey Normans, which I thought was a bit a bit unfair, but I think she was joking, <laughs> or at least I hope she was. Um, <laughs> but yeah, look, we'll be back on Saturday. Yeah. You know, we have put up a note in the post. I, I think it was there as well, saying that if anybody really badly stuck or if they're only in town on this day, just give us a call ahead of time and we'll sort you out. But, you know, let let, let America do Black Friday and Thanksgiving and all that sort of stuff. and We'll just concentrate on, on providing a good service or as good a service as we can to the local community and hopefully be appreciated for the other 364 days of the year as well.
3: Indeed, and you will. And, you know it's so important and I say it again all over the northeast and this country of ours that we do support the small local businesses I admire your stance seriously I do I think you're taking a stand here that is to be admired and I can't, I can't disagree with you even though we get swept up in it here too the earlier start to Christmas and this Black Friday Every thing year. that was unheard of in Ireland Black Friday up till more recent times to be honest with you and I honestly feel let things be seasonal and be in their season and, and you know not building up up from summertime nearly for something like this. I hear what you're saying and I can't disagree with you. I won't argue with you, to be honest with you, in any way. But here, come back to Black Friday. What you love is the movie and it starred two giants of the screen, Boris Karloff, who'd be best known for playing Frankenstein, and Bela Lugosi, Dracula himself.
6: Indeed. I mean, I love love movies and always have done and I thought, you know, how can I... spin this in a way because I mean you put something up on Facebook it doesn't go up unless you have a nice Mm. eye catching image beside it Mm. as well and I have to say much like I rail against um, I suppose capitalism to the scale that I do I'm I'm not huge on social media so that was my my attempt to I suppose bring a bit of levity to it by saying look I'm not anti Black Friday I'm just pro something else so yeah <laughs> um, yeah. so maybe that's what I'll do on the day maybe I'll, I'll, I'll break out a few old DVDs I'm, I'm, I'm that old school I still watch DVDs I don't stream things either
3: <laughs> Good man Tom there's a few of us still left Black Friday is the movie Boris Karloff, Bela Lugosi a classic in its day for sure anyway Tom I just uh, thank you for joining us today and, and making uh, a, a very good, very good points, I have to say. Enjoy your day off and may your staff do t- tomorrow as well. But I say to listeners today, support local, support local bookshops as well, because if we oh, don't okay. have the independence, we are ruined. We're heading for ruin in the future. Get into Tom in Row River Books and buy your books there this Christmas time and support local. Tom, you're a star. Thank you for joining me.
6: Appreciate your time. Thanks, Jerry. Take, Take care. care
3: yourself. Bye-bye. That's Tom Mucky in there from Roe River Books in Dundalk. And I mentioned Antonia's in Trim and Academy Books in Southgate in Drogheda, and more. Besides, we got to keep those shops alive and living for the future. Believe me, folks. Anyway, that's a lot on Late Lunch this Thursday afternoon. Talking about books, we have Book Club Friday tomorrow with Margaret Madden. We'll uh, recommend it. Classic little glass of white or red for you too. Mr Rick Cronje is here. Sport with David Sheehan Riddle on Friday. More from Fleetwood Mac. All we need is you tomorrow. I know you'll be with us on the final Friday of the week. Coming up next here on LMFM Radio, Eddie Caffrey's raring to go with the drive. We'll be back tomorrow Friday for the final show from 1.30. We'll see you then.
0: The Late Lunch with Blackstone
5: Motors. Drawed and talking cabin. Order your new Dacia Duster or the all-new
2: Dacia Sandero and Stepway. Guarantee delivery and low-rate APR finance. Visit blackstonemotors.ie.
5: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online.